Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hi everybody how you doing um i haven't it's, it's funny because i've been watching a lot of it feels like i haven't watched much wrestling lately but it's just because like I've been kind of worn out of wrestling and I've been watching a lot of wrestling and I, it just goes in one ear and out the other or one eye and out the other. Like I watched yeah. that entire Sendai show. I remember the main event. <laughs> that wasn't a great <laughs> show. I won't lie to you. It wasn't, no, wasn't no. I thought, I, thought the, I thought the main event was great. But like it's... other than that, I was just like, oh, okay. Like I just, I, you could ask me anything about any of those matches except for, I just, not really. Miku Iwata didn't hit hard enough. That was my entire note of the first yeah. five matches of the card. And other than that, it's just, you know. And wrestling's been good this weekend. That's a crazy thing. But, you know. It's alright. We're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, head on over. Check out the 5 Co. Uh, for all of the articles and podcasts from the wonderful world of pro wrestling. Uh, I was recently on a recording for Puro Gems. Uh, Peps was nice enough to not make me talk about Puro, so it was very, it was a Joshi special. What did you guys talk about? Oh, okay. We did the Seedling Corkin, the Ice Ribbon Corkin, the Sendai show. We did Ozaki versus Mio. Uh, we kind of just talked about everything from the Joshi scene over the past month because mm. basically everybody had a big show. Um, so we did everything bar Stardom and, and TJPW because they're not really the indies. Um, yeah. Beyond me and Dylan, um, some of our other um, network colleagues, I guess you could call them. That's a weird thing to call people. Um, <laughs> some of our friends. Yeah, from Dramatic <laughs> Dream Dragons. Uh, they got to interview yeah. DDT champion Chris Brooks, which is absurd. And uh, that, went up, awesome. that went up today. So if you want to hear Chris Brooks talk about kind of all the cool stuff to do with DDT and everything like that, uh, check that out. Because he seemed really up for it. Like his tweet made it seem like he was just super happy to be on there and chat about everything. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, Obviously, we had a, we had Sandre on the show a few weeks yeah. ago. Um, and he told me that that was in the works uh, after we recorded. And I was just so excited for him and for just the show in general yeah. for the network because that's just awesome um because chris brooks is dope like uh you know gaijins in japan as you can tell by how we talk about them sometimes are very hit or miss but i think chris brooks in ddt is like such a perfect fit and um it's just awesome to get like a good you know i just think that's an awesome situation that they got to have him on and everything uh now we're we we gotta get Mariah May on, even though she only has like a month and a half or two or whatever. See, to, I I feel like we're never gonna get anybody because like Stardom Stardom no. simply does not like us, <laughs> which I don't blame them. Oh no, I don't like, blame them. And at it's all. not even just like an us thing. It they very much are like very, like because I I was actually talking to Scott about it. That's like, well, if we were at, to ever do this, because like I was like oh like 
of course, as soon as somebody else does something cool, I also want to do it. If of course I'm immature like that, um, <laughs> but like I was like I was talking to Scott about it. I was like, man, um, any contracted wrestler ever to stardom is like we we are no fly zone type of thing. Um, so it's like you know like someone like Tekla that ain't happening. Uh, and Mariah May is presumably leaving within a few weeks, and um, that leaves nobody. Yeah. Uh, Megan Bain, so Megan like, Bain in character. Let's go. <laughs> that that's definitely. Oh my all god, she I would, would be do. so uncomfortable. She would only do. I would character. be so uncomfortable, I bro. I, I can <laughs> sense it. She would never do an interview out of character. I, so. Oh no, no. That, that's also something that, that I was talking to Scott about. He's like, I don't think I've ever seen an out of character interview for Megan Bain, so that would be very, very interesting. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's. I don't want to no. do that. I'm scared. No. <laughs> I don't want to do interviews anyway. Uh, that's yeah. not my bag. Uh, I'm oh, just I here to interviews. talk. <laughs> I talk and you listen and we entertain sometimes. So, uh, but anyway. But yeah, shouts out to, to Dramatic it's... Dream Dragons and also um, the ACH show I've been talking about for like three weeks. Should be up today um, or yesterday when you guys are hearing this. Uh, I was talking to Doc and, and he said it was going to be up. Sounds good. All today. right. So yeah. Check that out on the YouTube Five Star Network YouTube. Yeah, that. shout out ACH. I know he's he's always been important to you. Yes. Like even since I first met you, you were like, dude, I oh, love I ACH. Love and I was like, oh, he's he's cool. And you were like, no, I love ACH. And I was like, all right then. No, you don't get it. <laughs> okay. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah, me, me and you don't understand. Me and Xavier like went on like a twenty minute rant about how the Super Ju- Super J Cup twenty twenty ruined our enjoyment of New, New Japan for like yeah. years. Because that was the that was the year that it they like teased ACH going back to Japan, and then Alphantasma won, and ACH never wrestled in New Japan again. Um, and like I like we talked about how much it like infuriates us to this day, uh, that situation. So yeah, uh, we love ACH. You should guys you guys should go check that out because it'll be um fun to listen to. I hope. All right. Um, now in the world of stardom, we have had a bit of news. Um, first thing is that. Uh, Natsu Samira has come to an agreement with Stardom to co-host her 10th anniversary show called Decade of Queens. This is in Shinjuku Face on where's today? October 18th. 18th? 18th? Yeah. And so there's yeah. two matches announced for this, and it seems like they might be the only two matches. Uh, the first is Natsu Samire, Rina Yamashita, and Kaho Kobayashi versus Takumi Aroha, Saki Akai, and Azumi. Uh, so I believe the through line there is they all debuted in 2013 um even though i thought rini yeah. and had been around for longer but um that's pretty cool no i don't no probably not um and then we have uh veni versus utamihai shishta just out there um now Insane. i don't know if we're gonna see this because the jumbo forever show uh obviously has never popped up anywhere not wave not stardom um what gives me slight hope is this is being more promoted as Stardom X Natsu, whereas the the Jumbo Forever show was more like Bushiroad Fight with Wave. So I don't know if that means it's more likely we're going to see it. I don't know if it's less likely. Yeah. I'm just um, not confident it's going to end. Um... Oh, man, I'm forgetting his name. Who's the guy who does English for DDT? Oh, um... I know who you're talking about, but I I kind of I don't know the name. Uh, him, good good brother that does English comment does English stuff for DDT. Also does like interviews and helps with nomads. Was saying that he is doing his best to get this streamed to nice, American okay. viewers. Um, so 
because he yeah he 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 tweeted about like two months ago he's like nobody do anything that can harm or take you away from your computer screen until october because there's something crazy about to happen and it was the utami versus Venny match so um he said that he's trying to get somehow to try to figure that out but um that gives me more hope than like an absence of hope because somebody is at least like looking for that and yeah so hopefully yeah. we can see it um Venny and utami is a crazy oh, it's, it's match, by the way like just, just on um oh it's haku haku san like they, they, i haku. remember they went on like that's a that's that's yeah haku I, I thought it was haku i just didn't yeah. i just didn't know for sure um and i didn't want to misname him but yeah haku was talking about that he also got the 666 show streamed for the first oh, time yes, yeah ever to american audiences so it's like you know not saying he has poll but if anybody's gonna you know figure that out try to get that through yeah it's him so i'm i'm somewhat confident not overly confident but yeah i, I mean here's the thing uh this is a produce show it's money for natsu uh you're gonna make more money streaming this internationally because people are gonna buy for venny versus utami so i don't see why you wouldn't stream it but i'm just uh, I, i'm hesitant after uh the jumbo forever fiasco uh we still wait to this day it's so messed up because that was such a that looked like such a fun show. It did. Like, that's it's, painful. Uh, it's lost media, lost art, um, which I'm kind of used to as a Joshi fan. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's yeah. that show. Uh, we've had another uh, show announcement. We had uh, the first card for Nagoya Golden Fight 2023, The Miracle of Kinsachi in the Aichi Dolphins Arena. Uh, no surprise here. Tom is defending the red belt on this show, and Nagoya is basically... Her, that's yeah, her home. Basically hers. Yeah, that's her home. That that arena is yeah. her. Is her like, home. This is her. This is her arena. turf. So um, he is defending the World of Stardom Championship against Natsuko Tora. So tournament favorite Natsuko oh Tora God. is no longer tournament right favorite now. Natsuko Tora. That is out of the incredible. tournament. <laughs> um, we also have a Goddess of Stardom Championship match: Natsupoi and Suriano defending against Azumi and Utami Hayashishita. Speaking of tournament favorites, <laughs> Utami Hayashishita. Losing in the, the title match. Yeah. Sure. Um, um, we have... And also, uh, when is the show? Uh, October... No, is it? Yeah, October 9th. It would yeah, be October. October 9th. Uh, yeah, that's like... That's Azumi's... Uh, <laughs> that's Azumi's 10th anniversary. So, um, or like a day or two removed. Uh, right. Let me check again. Um, it's, it's three days after her 10th okay. anniversary. So... I'm not saying that they're going to win. Oh, no, um, they're not at all. It would make sense yeah, if they did. Maybe. But also, yeah, Utami losing another. That's kind of yeah. crazy. And, and uh, you know, Azumi, you know, losing a day after her anniversary, yeah. her 10th anniversary. It's also crazy. Um, <laughs> we have a high-speed championship match. Saki Kashima defends against Mei Sera. And then we have a UWF rules match. Yay. Siri versus Mina Shirakawa. What a okay. what a card already. <laughs> um, uh, some interesting decisions. Um, yeah. Man, we're gonna get into that that promo with Mina yeah. and uh, and Shuri, even though it wasn't um, translated. I will uh, say, my only slight um, hope is that this was meant to be Azumi and Saya, and they just plugged Utami in because Azumi and Saya would make sense teaming together. So I don't know if that was meant to be Saya. Well, I mean, if Saya was meant to I don't win the tournament, for a then probably not. I really don't. But um, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's possible. Um, yeah. So that's that. And then we had another announcement. We have uh, New Blood West One. 
though they have uh, they've decided to breathe some new life into new blood by expanding it west. Uh, not, really. not at all. And so they are running in the Hiroshima Sun Plaza on uh, November seventeenth. Uh, it... Oh, that's yeah. in Hiroshima. I thought it was Osaka. Uh, I, I saw. It, did I say Osaka on the Twitter, but it is in the Hiroshima Sun Plaza. Okay. So. Yeah. The the fine thing is about Japanese like um. <laughs> about Japanese geography is that it's like. When I think of Western Japan, I think of like countryside Japan. But what they're talking about is just, oh, the other place that they run that isn't Tokyo. <laughs> like, I was like so confused because when I heard that, I was like, oh, are they going to like, you know, uh, I don't want to say the middle of nowhere, but like some of the smaller towns for Nubla. That's an interesting choice. But no, they're just going to like Hiroshima and Osaka. And I was like, that doesn't. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess that's different. Good. Um, at first, no, I, I watched this after and I saw. Alex, I cannot hear you, just so you know. I don't know if you can hear me, but if you can, then, I'd, yeah, okay. Am I here? I am here. Okay, that's You are here. Um, yes. So anyway, when I saw New Blood West, and I, like, they just showed the video, they didn't name a location or anything, I was like, I could see somebody going, oh, they're doing it in America. Um, really silly but um yeah i did at first i was like like do they mean they gotta fly over because it's yeah, not good in iran west as in international and they were like no western japan which makes sense because they have said for a long time they want to expand in japan westward um so i mean i guess that makes sense which they've been doing like this five star has been pretty all over the map yeah. of japan and grand prix um, strats for better for worse time. Um, yeah, shouts out. Yes. Uh, but that is all the news uh, from the recent world of stardom. Uh, so I'm getting into the review well, section. There's, there's, there's been a lot of news otherwise. Has um, <laughs> you went from there's a lot of news to well, you know, may, maybe I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how how much we want to talk about uh, the boards. Oh, well, why not? Um, it is. Sonny, <laughs> I mean, he knows more. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, also, Skibon or Skibon. Oh, yeah, dude, so that dope. is a so strange yeah. one. But yeah, isn't it Skay? Like, I like, have no like idea. Skibon. I don't know. That's that's how I pronounce it. I feel like there is a, a a U sound in Skay. We just skip over it. Um, yeah. It's okay. Skip. Yeah. I anyway, guess so. take it away. Oh, the boards. Um. So I I didn't know like people have been like infor informing me like I talked to Peps like Peps tweet like texted me like this long chain of things <laughs> of what <laughs> what uh, Sunny has said on the boards. Um, basically, the the biggest piece of news um, outside of news that we kind of knew but he just kind of decided to confirm for some reason um, is that Julia is working uh, quite hurt at the moment. Um, she has a a tailbone injury that is make it so she can't really even walk lately um let alone wrestle at the peak of her abilities so that's concerning um obviously i i don't talk to sunny so i didn't get his elaboration on that uh, but but that's that's the biggest piece other than that it's like oh like you know um mariah was supposed to win the white belt but mina got in the way because that's everybody yeah. knew that. that's exactly 
yeah. Um, there was some stuff like that that you know they they were meant to bring the SWA belt back, but then like Bushiroad kind of just said no. Uh, that was another thing. But yeah, the SWA some, thing some was infuriating. I was like, why? Like what? What, oh, what do you mean? You just didn't bring it back. <laughs> like just it's 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 very upsetting because and we talked about it constantly that's like this company needs that yes. mid card belt. Um, well, technically, they've given us a third belt with this strong women's title, but we meant one that people can but win. That's not mid card. <laughs> one belt. that somebody can win. Yeah, like yeah, so. Like not only one that somebody can, one that people can challenge for at this rate. Because like who, like <laughs> Risa, Sarah, and you being the first yeah. two challengers. Stardom, home, home army, like interesting... Stephanie Vakir, you know, stardom regular. Yeah, like I don't know what's going on in that on that front. Like it feels very strange. Um, the SWA belt needs, or just give me like another undercard yeah. belt. Like if you don't want to do that, I, I feel like fine. we don't. Just I feel like replace we it with something. This, but yes, we. We, we would like the okay. belt. Yeah, no, I, um, I but yeah, that was a bit weird. The bigger thing is the Julia being. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that made sense if you watched any of her matches this past weekend. You'd be like, hmm, <laughs> that's not the full tilt Julia. Um, so hopefully yeah. she just makes it to the Mercedes. Especially just like in terms of bumps. Yes, that too. Because like, like she could still like hit hard, but like she's not really. She's kind of Minoru bumping. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kind of Suzuki bumping. Hopefully, type, she like. can make it to the Mercedes money match, which is um, going to happen eventually. <laughs> but who knows? Um, but yeah, that is all the stuff from Stardom. Uh, we'll probably touch on any other little stuff anyway as, as we go along. Uh, the first show to review was on September 2nd. This was Starverse Presents Five Star GP 2023, supported by SoftBank Fukuyama Tournament. So as in the Hiroshima Prefectural Fukuyama Industrial Exchange Center Big Rose in front of 408 fans. Um, yeah, uh, this show went up earlier today. Uh, I think Stardom World was doing maintenance on like Monday and Tuesday, so they couldn't get this up because people were having trouble accessing it. So that's probably why this only went up today, despite the show being on Saturday. Um, so yeah, I wasn't able to watch everything. I was right up against the clock, but I did see three of the four GP matches in the opener to this show. Um, and we should say both of these shows were kind of torn shreds because first FWC and then Hanako were pulled uh, from... Yeah. Hanako was on this one, but she was pulled from the next one. Uh, FWC were pulled from both. So everything kind of got torn to shreds. In our opener, Starlight Kid beat Tekla with the Black Tiger Leg Destroyer in eight and a half minutes. Is that a singles? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that happened. Same. Um, the next match was Tam Nakano and Yuna Mizumori beating Mio Masaki and Lady C. Tam got the win over Lady C in five minutes with a violet shooting. I haven't seen her win with that in a while. Um, Poor Lady C. Yeah. Wait, against Lady, over Lady, Lady C, C, not Mio? Yeah. That's rough no. to lose to, like, the seven-year-old finish mm -hmm. that doesn't beat people now. Not seven, Crazy. you know, like four. Still. Um, the match after that was Mei Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and oh. Micah beating Megan Bain, Hanako, and Momo Kogo. Uh, Micah pinned Momo Kogo in eight and a half minutes with what they are calling the Sasanka. I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, that's the that's the cross arm straight jacket STO. Oh right, okay, yeah, we're we're just pulling out the C tier finishers today. Um, oh, our wow. next match was Small Waves, also known as Konami. Uh, teaming with Siri to, take, to beat Saki Kashima and Mirai in a preview tag for Sunday. 
and uh, Konami got the win with a triangle answer over Saki Kashima in 10 minutes and 10 seconds. What's the winning percentage on that? Shaq percent, though. What's the winning percentage on that? That's right. That's 100% right there. Uh, All right. Shouts out Konami. I didn't want... This is the match that I wanted yeah. to see, but I didn't have yeah, time to. that's fair. Um... And then we got into GP action. We had a Blue Stars block match. Utami Hayashishita beats Mariah May in 9 minutes and 40 seconds with a torture rack bomb. Uh, Utami and Mariah are now tied on 6 points as of this uh, match happening. So, you want to yeah. know something? Mariah May worked me on oh, Twitter. Oh, wow. Not me personally, but just like work. Because like, I saw on Twitter like pictures of her giving Utami mm -hmm. the rose. I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then her being like, wow, I can't believe Homegirl denied me. I feel so sad. She's such a meanie bobini. And I was like, oh, that's that's a shame. Poor Mariah. Turns out Mariah gave her the, the, the flower and then pooted her in the fucking yeah. face. She shot yeah. first. Like, I was like, damn. Like, I was not expecting that. Like, I was actually taken by surprise because of like, you know, Mariah tweeting that it's like, I can't believe I was yeah, betrayed. She, like she was, was like, oh, villain. poor girl. She really... She, yeah, yeah. She she yeah. shot first, much like Han. All right, and yeah, the match then was it was solid. Um, you know, it was, it was like bare level Utami. I feel like, um, and I feel yeah. I, I which sense... is better than I was scared yes. it would. Be. <laughs> like I think the the early going of the tournament, like especially the Mina match, which wasn't bad, but it was just like, oh, this is this is the Utami we're getting. Um, she's kind of shaking that. So this match was like good. Um, and it, it didn't feel like she was like, you know, not doing anything. It felt like she had some something there. But yeah, it was definitely not like a try hard performance by really either of them, I would say. Um it was just good. Yeah. Um and I feel like Mariah has had more dynamic performances. Um, you know, I praised her just last week yes. for such a having such a variety of, of matches in the tournament, but even she was just kinda like very bare bones here. So yeah, they both just kind of gave it a solid effort, and that's that's fine because it was a it was a fine match. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah it was just a all solid right. Match. Uh, the next match then was a Blue Stars block match. Azumi beat Mina Shirakawa in eleven minutes with the Azumi Zushi. Uh, they are also both on six points as of this result. Um, I told you did. Everybody. You did. I, I didn't. I didn't see the vision. I, I did not this. see the vision. Um, yeah. So I was kind of interested in this one because like. Azumi is the high-speed wrestler, and Mina is obviously the limb worker. And they kind of did that a little bit. Um, you know, Mina worked over the knee, but it didn't really come into play all that much. So it was it was a bit weird, because I, I was kind of interested in how they'd play off the dynamic of maybe Azumi not being able to do the high-speed stuff, but then she just did it anyway. <laughs> um, so while it was a good match, I definitely was expecting a little bit more based on the people involved. Um, oh, I'm not going to say it. Um, yeah, uh, it was fun. Like, I, I thought some of the spots were definitely fun. I thought that there were certain instances of, like, them kind of doing really intricate and cool. Like, I mean, even just early on, uh, Mina went, like, gotten, like, a, a, an oblique kick, which, first of all, you're an asshole. Who does that? Um, but, but she started working the leg a little bit, and then she went for a, like, knee stomp, and Azumi just, like, bounced out of it and got a head scissors. I thought that was like a really cool spot. There were certain spots like that throughout the match, but um, overall, I didn't think this was like anything special necessarily. Uh, I think they've both had better matches in this tournament and uh, especially Azumi. And yeah, if Azumi didn't tap to the figure four, I don't know how in hell she thinks Shuri's going to. That's all I'm going to say. 
because uh, <laughs> she was like like she was building in the next show about that UWF match. She was like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make you tap out, Shuri, because my figure four is better than anything." Um, you couldn't even beat a Zumi, homie. Do you know how many times Shuri's beaten a Zumi? Like, let's be real. Like, you know. I mean, not not you know, Azumi has also beaten Shuri. Yeah, I mean they're, they're even basically. Anyway, what is the? Oh, you were getting dangerously close here. <laughs> oh, you leave Mina alone. You said that it didn't deliver on the level that you expected it to, or that you wanted to. Yeah, because Azumi. Which no, wait, 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 wait. There's no way you're going at me like sell this. The leg. No, this is ridiculous. I agree. She, she could have sold it better. She could have sold it better. No, I agree. I'll, I'll admit that. I'll admit that she could have sold it better. I thought that that was a bit. Uh, I hate it when people drop their their limb work, and Azumi definitely did that. So that's on her. But. I feel like every match this tournament where I'm like, oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be where Mina gets to cook. She hasn't at all. But, like she hasn't been bad, but that's just been consistently what's happened. And I'm just like really down on that. Like it's like man, like because like there were instances where I'm just like, oh, that's gonna be a great match for Mina. That's gonna be a great match for Mina. That's gonna be a great match for Mina. Even taking out the match that like I'm a outlier on, the the Mirai match, even taking that out of the equation. Like, there have been plenty of matches where I'm just like, oh, that should have been better from Mina. I mean, the Mariah May match, for example, should have been better. Like, th- like that's that's all I'm saying. I don't think she's doing bad. I don't think she's anything. I, I don't feel no type of way against her. Um, I, just, I just view it as, like, I have been disappointed that she's been just good and not, like, really delivering in some of these matches that I know she can deliver in. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. How am I supposed to speak to you <laughs> for the next hour? I mean, what, give me a mean you know match in this tournament fine. that's it's been fine. great. It's, it's, you know what? Uh, her and Mariah. Okay, that's just ridiculous. Like, you're, you're raw. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. She's, she's, she's cooking elsewhere. Um, this, yeah. this was, this was all the spot, the fault of that high speed merchant. Um, yeah. Compliments uh, to the chef. Got the win. Compliments to the chef. That's, that's, that's all I gotta say. Um, the match after that then was a Blue Stars block match. Julia beat Mo Matanabe in 10 and a half minutes with a Northern Lights Bomb. Um, this was just a nice little slugfest after we got over the, uh, the Mina heat segment because Mina attacked her during during her entrance and Momo. she was able to dominate most of the match. You got Mina or, sorry, on the Momo. mind, homie. You pondering her. They, sell, they start with the same letters, you know. So what are they supposed to do here? So does every, it's um, M, bro. Everybody's... T- <laughs> do you know how many wrestlers on the show start with an M? Uh, I'm just Sadly, yes. Yeah. I, I am all too aware. Anyway, nice little slugfest once it got going after they did the Mina... Momo. Jesus Christ. Pizza. You know what? It's, you know, I'm done. I'm going. I'm leaving. Oh Bye. my god. He's pondering her, Oos. He's pondering. Mina Shirakawa. Um, no, I thought this was a really good match. I think Momo. And I think he did actually leave. Uh, but I'm going to keep going. Um, yeah, I think Momo's just been absurd this tournament. It feels like she hasn't even like come close to missing. I think she's like the only wrestler in my match guide, which is a, a you know, at a 10 level the only wrestler who hasn't had anything below a like recommend this match level in this entire tournament um because she's just so good her and suzu her and suzu are the only ones that like really um have had all hits and no misses uh 
so yeah, I mean, this was this is really really good. Uh, Julia, as I said, is working a bit limited. I think once you, I think once that like becomes clear and you notice it, it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of see where it's like she's a bit, you know, not bumping as hard as she she would be if she was at one hundred percent or at least closer to it. Um, but I still thought this was a really really fun match. At one point, Julia grabbed a sign to duel with Momo at the bat. And then the sign immediately broke the second that like they hit each other, and so Julie was just like, man, "Man, fuck you! I'm taking the bat," and then took the bat and whacked Momo with it. And I thought that was very funny. Is he back? Are you back, buddy? Did you yes, leave? I'm okay, back. you've returned. Um, I was just I talking about how Momo's been absurdly consistent. Um, this no, I was there. here. Don't worry. Okay, cool. I didn't know if you were here. Um, if you actually walked, away. it's not like you walked away. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so I just kept going. <laughs> Through a tantrum. Um, yeah, no, good match. Um, not great, but good. Um, yeah, I thought, was, I thought it was really good. Uh, this is probably my favorite yeah. match of the night. Because this, this show wasn't that great of the tournament matches. Yeah. There. It was just fine. Yeah. Um, I guess. I will say the post match was very funny. I didn't see the main event, well. so I don't, I don't really know. It, it's, but... it's probably between the two of those, because I think Ami had a great performance. We'll okay. talk about that in a second. All right. Um, I do want to talk about the post match of this match first, though. Because uh, I thought it was very funny. Because Julia grabbed a mic. And I was like, "Hey, Momo, you swear too much, you asshole!" And I was like, "That's great. I love, I love that." Because <laughs> she's like, "Why do you only ever say shit? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, say other words, homie. Like, fuck you." And I'm just like, "Why are you getting at this girl for swearing and then like calling her an asshole and a bitch? I think that's funny." And then Momo said, "Man, fuck you," and walked away. Uh, great, love that. All right. Okay. Um. Well. That was the last match I got to see. Um, I only finished it, you know, not long before we started recording. Uh, the main event of the show, though, was a Red Stars block match. Mayu Iwatani beat Ami Sore in ten and a half minutes with the Hurricane Rana. Um, so you did get to see this one, um, and you you have praised it, kind yeah. of. So yeah. Um, I think every Ami match that I've seen in this tournament, uh, except for the Natsuko one, but the the other three that I've seen, uh, could use to be like two minutes shorter. And they would be like great, mm. um, but all of them like all of them have that like maybe like forty five seconds of just nothing happening, uh, whether it's because she's like sitting in a bad submission or she's just not really you know like whatever's happening. Um, this had that as well, but I thought this was her best performance to date um, in the tournament at least. I thought this was quite good because I think that she kind of uh, Mayu sold her ass off for Ami and made Ami look like a monster. And you know Ami's lariats were good, her chops were good. She does the the fast start in this match as well, so I think that's kind of be her thing now is that she's just gonna you know rush you in the corner as soon as the bell rings, which I kind of like because the quicker she gets to the flashy stuff, the better. Um, I just wish she didn't slow it down. I wish that the matches were shorter. But yeah, that was like a really really good match for Ami especially. And yeah, I I, I thought about going in. It's like if anybody's gonna get a good match, like a really good match out of Ami, it's Mayu. And I was right, because Mayu made her look like a G. She actually won with a Hurricane Rana. So it was a flash. She, like, sneaked away with the win over Ami, which put her over more than anybody else is going to in this tournament, I imagine. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, Ami's probably going to get uh, upset in the next couple matches, but, like, really, Mayu needing to, like, just barely survive Ami was a, a good visual for Ami as a, you know, power wrestler. So uh, this was a really good match. Also, Correct. the post match was very funny because Mayu yes. kept calling Fukuyama Fukushima, and the ring announcer was like, "Hey, that's not where we are. We're, we're here." And Mayu's just like, 
exhausted like oh my bad and this kid or this lady in the crowd said don't worry about it you're all right and maya said thank you so sweet (laughs) and i thought that was very funny um i I didn't promo justice go go check it out no i I, you know there's only one mayu yeah um yeah that was that show um kind of an okay show um and yeah, it only went up earlier. The other show, though, we did get to see uh, in full. It was a pay-per-view. This is on September 3rd. Starverse presents five-star special in Hiroshima, supported by SoftBank. This is in the Hiroshima Sun Plaza Hall uh, in front of 825 fans, which is a very bad number. Very poor from Starverse. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean... This was, down, this was down from their show there last year. Yes. And but to New be Japan fair, they don't run here, like, Hiroshima. Like ever. That's true. Like th- this is but... this is still their second highest attendance ever in Hiroshima. That's crazy. Because uh, I'm pretty sure yeah. they they've they've never ran a big show until last year, and last year it was only a, a thousand. Like it wasn't like yeah. they were like you know popping off here last year. Uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't a great number by any means. I'm not trying to qualify it, but it's definitely not like a, I wasn't like I I think you tweeted about it, and like I think Velke and like there were people that genuinely like pondering what they can do to fix this i was like it, it was like that's not their town really it never has been it's konami like konami has main evented almost every single hiroshima show they've ever ran that's yeah like you know and that's cool but like that it's not like a spot where they're going every single time and having like this huge thing um but that, that's just me i don't think it was that big of a deal it was bad it was a bad number but i don't yes, think it was that big yes. of a deal I don't know. I feel like it's not great when you have four title matches. Um, Siri versus Mayu, you know, Tam versus Kid. Like, I feel like you would have wanted more. Um, I did see the tickets were like really expensive though, so that's it's probably what true. happened. Is just people not wanting to pay to go because you know the the they were like seventy five bucks for like basic seats. Yeah, like that's that's really asking a lot of people. So I can see why it was down. Um, but it certainly just didn't look great uh, when, it, when it was announced. Um, but anyway, on to the show. Um, so we started with a tag match because, as I said, the card got chopped and changed. So what was originally a trios match ended up being Megan Bain and Micah beating Rose Gold in 7 minutes and 40 seconds when Megan Bain pinned Mariah May. Mm. Um, yeah, there was a pre-show match, so I was like, where am I? And Yeah, this is the first match I watched. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Micah is in love with uh, Megan Bain because she has a thing for for tall ladies that team up with her. Okay, I see. She she literally like posted on like Instagram like, oh, I have a major crush on Megan Bain. And I was like, okay, homie, uh, that that's you're saying the quiet part out, part out loud. That's cool. I'm rocking with it. Um, first spot of the match, Micah groping Mina Shirakawa. Yes, I um that's the only really I really enjoyed uh some of that because I was like, Oh, they used to have a bit yeah. where where Micah really liked her, her boobs and they called back to it. So I was Oh, like, I loved hey. it. Yeah, no, like, yeah. For them from them for, <laughs> it's crazy that like what, twenty twenty one is old head now? Um for all them old heads that that, <laughs> that remember the famous uh YouTube short that went viral of uh, Micah just staring at Mina's boobs for like 15 seconds straight and Mina just looking at her like the fuck are you doing homegirl that's kind of weird um that that was for them mm-hmm. uh and otherwise this is like fine Mariah took the fall 
uh, I thought it was good. We lost her. Um, yes, we have. <laughs> no, I thought it was good. I feel like Rose Gold play off of Bane better than anyone else yeah. in Stardom. Like, they actively attack her, and I think that's what a lot of people don't do. They just let Bane run them over, whereas these two, it's always like, okay, they are trying to figure her out. They are afraid of her, which is funny, but they are also trying to figure out how to win. And I think that's just really interesting compared to what uh, what we've seen kind of with Bane up until now. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it was a good match. I, I didn't have any problems with it. I thought it was yeah. solid. All right. Um, the match after that then was a Blue Stars block match. Show. Top, like, there was no bad match on the show for me. I would agree. Yeah, um, it was pretty consistent. Uh, we had a Blue Stars block match. Utami Hashishta beat Momo Anambe in... Uh, nine nine and a half minutes with a hijack bomb uh, to go up to eight points. So uh, Utami still uh, on course to win the block at least. Um, I thought this was like a miniature version of their title match um, that they had back when Utami was doing V1. It was very similar to that, except Utami was a little bit more aggressive because obviously Momo turned on her and Queen's Quest a while ago, so she has reason to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this felt like just a redux of that, but it was still like enjoyable. Yeah, no, I thought this was really good. Um, like I said, Momo just doesn't, hasn't even come close to sniffing a miss in this tournament yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought this was like, like the first five minutes when Momo like threw out her bat and she's like, you know what? No, we're going to wrestle. We're going to wrestle. Yeah. Uh, that was like very classic Momo Utami. Like everything about it was like really a throwback to uh, them, like you said, in that title match. And then from there, it kind of escalated to be a bit more of them now with Momo using the bat a bit on the outside and uh, hitting like a disgusting looking bastard driver um, that like dropped around her head. It was gross. Uh, Tommy hit like a, an avalanche air raid crash. It was like a whole thing. I was really, really good. And um, yeah, Momo couldn't get any of her peaches off. So none of the tequila sunrises, or no, she got the tequila, but she couldn't get the uh, peach sunrise or the peach thunder. And that meant Utami winning. Um, this is a small point. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how well Momo continues to protect both of her finishers. Like, she knows what's up. She's like the peach smart. sunrise, even though she like upgraded it and she has the peach thunder. First of all, the peach thunder has never been kicked out of. Um, and the peach sunrise has only been kicked out of by like sub 10 people like at all like she she just doesn't hit it like she's she's razor ramona the shit and i respect that out of that um she's like oh if i'm not winning i'm not hitting it motherfucker and yeah. that's dope but yeah this was a really good match i, I enjoyed mm -hmm. it quite a lot um the way the way i wrote it in my notes is that this was like a really good match that teetered on great um if it was just a bit Pretty more much. fleshed out you know what i mean yeah, I mean, that's why I was saying it's like a miniature version of their title match, because that title match was great, because um, they had the time to really do yeah. what they wanted, uh, whereas this, obviously, they had to condense it. But I, I did they think they so condensed it really together. well. So yes. I'm really excited for the next time to get a singles match, like an actual big-time singles match. Should be fun. Um, the next match, then, was a Red Stars block match. Tam Nakano beats Starlight Kid in eight and a half minutes with a Violet Screwdriver. Um, Tam moved up to seven points with her win, so she's in a pretty interesting spot in the red block. Um, I thought this was pretty good. Like they just did yeah. shit, and I, I feel like Tam in tournaments will occasionally just do shit, and it's always really fun. Um, and Kid was back to her old form, uh, where she also was just doing shit. This was MK Sister mm -hmm. Kid, where she was just flying yeah. around and doing the best she could instead of trying to play it's, the heel. 
it's funny because she was doing that, but then at certain points you could kind of see that she like realized, oh, I have to do the character stuff, and she would just like get real like emotive for like ten seconds and then go back to doing the wrestling. And I'm just like, yeah. what do you do? Just just do the wrestling, homegirl. You're killing it. Like this is good. Yeah. I'm I'm rocking with it. Um, yeah, this was also really really good. Uh, I at okay, one of the first spots of the match. I, I need to call attention to it. Tam hit a back suplex and uh, Starlight Kid uh, took it on her forehead for some reason. Mm. like she just i don't know how it happened but she just like landed on the top of her head um on the top of her face and it was gross um and then kenny omega did the same thing like a few hours later which is crazy mm. um shout out to them they both sold the shit out of it and i liked it and yeah i thought from there the match just really was genuinely really really good one of my favorite kid matches i've seen in a little bit i thought it was quite fun in fact yeah, I mean, it was just nice to see them both just, like, going at it. Uh, Tom. I also didn't know who was going to win. Because yeah. like, there was, like, that kind of vibe of, like, you know, that's the thing about these live uh, five-star shows is that it's, like, it's so fun because you don't really know what's going to happen. Because this was Kid's elimination match. Kid got eliminated from the tournament. Mm-hmm. So, like, she got a Momo latch in, and I was like, oh, shit, maybe she's not going to get a little... And then she did. She she kicked out. Um I think that really added to this match as well. But sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. Uh, it's just that, yeah, I think when Tam like, leaves the emotional stuff behind, she can just be like really, really fun. Um, and Kid leaves behind the uh, the heel stuff sometimes. It's kind of like when she wrestles Julia and Mayu. She just like yeah. is transported back to being a babyface. And Tam seems to be the same because uh, they obviously they would have teamed together in stars and. Uh, kid would have been there when when Tam turned on stars, so it's it's just really interesting to see her kind of face these people that she would have known uh, back then and just completely revert to the old kid. Because um, I I always feel like it's interesting when she shows those glimpses of that kind of old side of her. Um, and yeah, they that worked really well with Tam because this felt like some of their older matches because they did wrestle when they were in stars and it was very similar yeah, to they this. Um, so it was it was literally just a throwback for both of them. Like so, that, I just thought it was really fun. Um, and yeah, kid kind of, or Tam kind of embraced her after the match. She was like holding her hand, um, you know, to be like, "Hey, we're still close." I guess I don't I don't really know what it was for, but it was it was nice. Um, the match after that then was a Red Stars block match. Siri beat Maya Iwatani in twelve and a half minutes with a Shusukai. Um and yeah, this was this was great. I was so, I was so invested in this yeah. shit, man. I feel like, like I was with like these jumping two, in and out of my chair. Yeah, with these two, there's a lot of really interesting stuff involved because, like, these are these are you could make a case that they're like one A and one B for the top wrestler of stardom. You know, they're equally yeah. the ace of stardom in some ways. Um, obviously, Mayu is like the more prototypical ace, whereas Siri is just the EO Shirai. I am the best wrestler I mean, in this company. Right now, the funny thing is, is that in in my like little spreadsheet for the tournament, um, it gets it gives out like points for like matches, or whatever. Um, by a twelve point lead, Shuri is in the second spot, and then Mayu's in the first spot. Yeah. So like nobody's even close to Shuri and Mayu. Yeah. <laughs> like like, and it's like noticeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just me in the past two months. Like that's that's. It's funny. Yeah, and they they kind of worked this in that way of it was very tit for tat. Like there was no clear better wrestler. Um, it was just it was legitimate. Just Mayu missing the moonsault that cost her the match basically. Um, so this was just like an epic clash of the titans condensed into twelve and a half minutes. Um, 
as you might expect, it was great because the, these two are just exceptional. Um, what I kind of noticed is that this is probably the biggest indication of how Mayu has changed her in-ring style. Because um, compare this to last year's match where uh, Siri's dominated it, right? And I feel like every time they've wrestled, Siri clearly like out-wrestles Mayu and Mayu is always the underdog. Yeah. But Mayu isn't really that anymore. I think they've realized they can't have her. She can be, but she isn't. Yeah, I feel like they've realized you cannot have your like 13-year top, top star continue to be the underdog. She gets in people like Siri's face and she will fight them. Oh, man. That was one of my favorite spots of the entire show was Shuri like hitting like a, a spinal check kick on Mayu as hard as she can. And Mayu just eating it, standing up and stare, like turning around, and staring at her. I was just like, "Oh my god, she's the goat! She's the goat!" Like it, it was. I, I, I love Mayu, man. No, I, because I, I noticed this change that you're talking about. Because I think when I noticed it, that's when I was like, "Oh, she's like the greatest wrestler of all time." Because I've always thought Mayu was phenomenal. I've always thought she was one of the best. But like recently, she has sort of like been more of like the. Uh, What's a good example? Like, you know how Chigusa was different pre-retirement and post-retirement? Where it's like, pre-retirement, she was pretty much always the underdog, even though she was winning most, like, a lot of her matches. She always felt like she always had that mystique to her. And then after she retired and came back, she still had that, but, like, she kind of became like, no, I'm just, I'll just kill you. I'm just the best wrestler of all time. I feel like we're entering that period of Mayu, and I kind of love it. Like, I feel like it's such a, per- like, it, it's it's really putting on a whole nother layer to this incredible career she's already had. Um, and I, I agree. I think this match was kind of indicative of that. Um, that's a good that's a good point out, because I, I didn't even think about that, but you're, you're 100% right. Yeah, that Mayu no-sell, huh? That was, uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went on a whole thing about how, by using her in her post-retirement Shigusa right. era, and how she's like great, and how she's the best of all time, and and how you were right, and it was a good point out right. and all that. But it was very funny because I was like, I, I was so intricate with what I was saying, and I was like, oh fuck, he's not gonna hear any of this. <laughs> um. Anyway, I suppose I got into it. Great points, great points, Dylan. Um. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um. Just, just yeah. let it ride. No, let it that, ride. Uh, the, the no, the like no sell on the kick was was awesome, man. Yeah, Mayu, Mayu is just ready to fight, and I feel like she has been for a while now. Like I remember the Mercedes Money match; she was beating that woman from pillar to post, and she's kind of been like that ever since. Um, and yeah, it's it's a nice twist for her. It, it, it does kind of remind me of uh, something that I pitched to you recently was JWP Nagayo. Because um, I, I do want to reboot VTG in some way, uh, despite the effort that would take. But yeah, now this this was just like two of the best um, in two of the best. Yeah, I mean it was it was a really great match, genuinely. Um, I was stressed the entire time. I will let you know, um, <laughs> and I was deeply disappointed uh, when when Mayu lost because it was so like it was so depressing to me. Because like I was like, man, like. It's wild. She's first four eliminated. Yeah, because I mean, outside Asaya, um, it's her, Ami, Kid, and Hadan are the four that are eliminated right now, technically. 
and I was like, that sucks, bro. Because my, you could, oh, like, it's just, it's, it sucks. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, you know, it was a great it'll, match. It'll be her and... time someday. Will it? Like, that's what I'm scared about, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know how many more maybe. GPs we have from her. Uh, so, I don't know. A lot, maybe. Possibly. Who knows? Hopefully. Uh, God willing. Yeah, that was, that was a win for Shuri. Um, I feel like their record is, like, all Shuri at this point. Mayu won the very first match and has mm-hmm. not beat her since, but I would have to double-check. I honestly don't know. You know, I actually think they were tied, and now Shuri took over. Um... Yeah, I might be forgetting a uh, a GP match, but I just remember Siri won the world they title match last year. year. Um and she won this one, so that'll be two and one. Yeah, so they're two and one. They, there's you're never getting one. Alright, okay. Yeah, so Mai hasn't beat her since twenty twenty. That's crazy. Yeah. Alright. Um and that was the end of the GP action for the night. Uh this show was meant to have Hazuki versus Saya. Can you just imagine how amazing the show would have been? You know, I just think about that sometimes because we talk about how great this tournament has been. They're missing like one of their top like five in ring wrestlers. Yeah. You know, like like genuinely, she's just not here. Like that's insane to think about. This has been such a great tournament, and it's like Sayakamitani is one of their best wrestlers. Period. Um, and she's just out for all of it. So yeah, it's it's really upsetting. Yeah. Because yeah, her and Hazuki would have killed it. Um, they always do. Yeah, that was the end of the GP action. Uh, after that, we had uh, the high-speed championship match. Saki Kashima defended against Momo Kogo in just under five minutes with a revival. Um, yeah, th- these Saki matches aren't really hitting, um, which is kind of odd. Oh, this one hit more than yes. most. Yeah, it, it was better than the seven. Koguma one, but um, yeah. it was still just lacking something. I feel like Azumi spoiled us. <laughs> like, we just were so... A little bit, yeah. I didn't realize just how well we had it with her. Because um, these are good, but she was she was doing great stuff, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, Hazuki... I mean, even looking back to when we started, it's like, Mary Apache, legend, but, like, she was a champion when we started watching. Um, or maybe you started watching a little bit later, or before? Probably. It was probably Mary Apache. Because, um, yeah, Hazuki didn't win until, like, 2019. Um, and it's like, there have been these times for the high-speed belt where it's like it's on someone as a means to get them a belt and then, you know, and just kind of like give it somewhere to be for a little bit. I mean, even you can probably count that as Riho as well, where it's like, okay, well, you know, Kid and Izumi aren't really ready, uh, but we're not going to leave it on death and Izuki's gone. So, uh, yeah, let's give it to Riho and she could just hold it. Oh, yeah. Um, and at least Saki's... At least Saki is like wrestling, you know. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to disparage her whatsoever. I think she's like done well, and I thought this match was quite fun, in fact. Um, but it, the the high speed belt has those eras, right? Where it's like they'll be on like an insane wrestler, like an Azumi, like an a Hazuki, and you know, even like Kid. Had, I mean, except for that one match, had a decent run, a you know, a a serviceable one. Um, but then sometimes it's just like, okay, well, we're just gonna wait until it's time to give it to the next high speed ace. Um, which is obviously Mesera. So yeah, this was this was fun. And if it's the last successful defense for Saki, I, I'm not upset. You know, I thought it was a good match. Um, in fact, I thought Momokogo did quite well, and I think she usually does quite well in these positions. So good for her. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's honestly a fair estimation. Um, 
the next match then on the show was a goddess oh, of stardom. One more thing from that match. Uh, after she lost, Momokogo legitimately looked distraught. She looked like she yeah. saw like a. She looked like she went through trauma by mm-hmm. losing to Saki Kashima, um, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, um, that that was yeah. my only other note. All right. Um, the match after that was a goddess of stardom championship match. Sori Anu and Natsupoi beat Mei Sarah and Suzuki when Sori Anu got the win for her team with um. That one thing she does, the Tomps Tondra, or I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew this would be great from the I don't second know. it started. I don't know. I don't know if I have the words, my man. Like I'm gonna be real. I don't like I, I'm trying to find like the words to like describe how like beautifully well done this match was and how great it was and how much I love it. Um mm. so you keep talking while I think about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I thought it was great. Like the the energy that they had from the very beginning was appreciated. They didn't just do the slow start singles pair off. It was like we're going for it. Suzu and Sarah were trying to energy their way to a win by catching Poi and Ano off guard almost, mm-hmm. and so like it was just frantic from almost the beginning. And then once you got down to the tag moves and the the big spots, it was like, oh, this is this is awesome. <laughs> like I was just having so much fun. I pop every single time I see a total elimination, and Suzu and May hit a total elimination. I just jumped out of my fucking chair. I was just like, "Yeah, let's fucking move! I love that shit!" Like, oh my god, this is so good. Like, I know I I sound like a, a blubbering idiot, but it's like this is genuinely like a top two, top three tag team match of the year for me. Um, I think the only other one was is the Seven Up. Um, my Hime match, like that's the only one that's like up there with this because I just thought this was like such a phenomenal match. I thought everything clicked. I thought May Sarah, who we've been watching because we watch the the smaller shows, we've been watching. We've noticed that's like, oh, sometimes she just like kills it. I mean, she's I, I've I've talked about it a few times. She wrestled in a match with like Koga Koguma, Miyamasaki, and somebody else, and it was just like a genuinely like really insanely good match on an opener of a nothing show and i was like if they give her a slot in like a big time role like this she's gonna kill it and she did this was like a absurd performance from may sarah and that's coupled with three of the best wrestlers in the company right i think i think may sarah is going to be one of the best wrestlers in the company within a year or two um oh damn he left we good Yep. Okay. Um, I think Mister is going to be one of the best wrestlers in the company in due time. But it's like she was in there with three of just the best Joshi wrestlers, period, and she was the star of the show. And I think that's such a credit to her. This was so fun. Um, yeah, I, I I can't say enough good things about this. Yeah, I I thought the Ano and Poi team were were great. Um, I think they look great as well together. Like they just fit. Um, I think Natsupoi has a, uh, an uncanny ability to like fit with whoever she's paired with. Like her, her and Himeka worked. Her and Tam worked. Yes. Her and uh, Soriano works. And they're all three very different people. She's just able to like mold herself to them and make herself and them better. And uh, you was know, she teamed with the first time. Was she in that tag league, or was she late? Um, I'll, I'll check wasn't it Himeka because we gave them a name? And we thought they were awesome, and then they changed. I mean, little shouts out little big planet. Yeah, shouts out little planet. Because uh, they were together, and then they she, did Mahime. Because it was Crazy Bloom and them. Okay, she yeah, she wasn't in the tag league in 2020. That's oh, why I was getting okay. confused. Yeah, interesting. Um, 
2021 was the uh the elder planet run oh the okay um but yeah that well she's she's just got like a great ability to be a tag wrestler and like work with her teammate uh their entrance is great i i thought i'd miss out on the restart entrances but they they have a good team entrance and it is a religious experience so i'm having a good time um and yeah real talk who needs who needs Kyrie? After that Sendai show, nobody. <laughs> I am so like, over Kyrie right now. She she did not try at all, and I was like, "Go get, go back to, go back to SmackDown. I don't care anymore." You know, I I did. I watched that that one the Sariism tag with Kyrie, and I was like, "Oh, this is good." At the at the hindrance of Kyrie, mm-hmm. like this is not like she is not making this better. No. She is like, if if she was a different wrestler who cared. Or even like if this was Kyrie from like a year ago, it would have been like one of the best tag team matches of the year. But I watched it, I was like, oh, this was just like a great match because three of them really give a fuck and like was were doing great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So who needs Kyrie? Because like her two teammates just had the best, one of the best tag team matches of the year. Yeah, that's all I'm and saying. She made Venny um, house show Venny. So <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, I, I can't say. I mean, like I can. I'm not going to, but I could dive into this match so yeah, we probably because shouldn't, I loved but, it you know, so much. It was um, great. Ano and Suzu also did some great stuff together. Uh, at, at one point, at one point, I stopped writing stuff <laughs> down and I said, "This is just too good. Yeah. This is such good. This is so good. This is so like just over and over again." Um, and yeah, just really good. And then after the match, the the stuff after it was really really funny too. Oh yeah, Saki Kashima sensing blood in the water. Uh, was so yeah, on uh, <laughs> like Saki coming out like you're a fucking loser you're a loser i didn't know you were a loser you could challenge for this i don't give a fuck you're a loser i think like, that's really funny um and then utami and izumi crazy tag by the way um this is me and scott scott texted me like a month ago he's like hey how do you feel about utami and izumi as a tag team and i was like i have been saying these motherfuckers need a tag tile shot for years and he's like, I know, right? It's so good. And then they like did it. And I was like, these motherfuckers, they're about to do something evil to me. Uh, and they're like buttering me up for it because I have trust issues. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt. I was like, this is too good to be true. They, they gave me one of the best tag team matches of the year. And then they said, oh, yeah, you know those two wrestlers you really, really like? Yeah, they challenge the next motherfucker. Like, dude. Yeah. I, I, th- I thought so not, uh, Boy trying to match them was, was just. This oh, is yeah. why I love Natsupoi. <laughs> She's like, get, get me up, get me up, get me up. And Anna was like, I just, I'm just not, collapsing. Yeah, I am not doing it. <laughs> but that didn't stop Natsupoi. She she was full of the energy. She was like, uh, Azumi Paisan, Utapoi, Baipoi. And uh, I was like, this this woman. Utami. Utapoi. And then like, like, Utami's so, so like aggressively. And like, I don't know. She was like giggling through it, but she was like so like distraught. She was like, what is bi? Like she like looked so upset when she said it, yeah. and I was like, "That's such a good bit. I loved it." Right. <laughs> um, with Zubi on, on her shoulders. That's Poi is an icon, um, and uh, I will hear. She's, she's, I will she's hear no right. slander ever. She's she's great. She's fantastic. And uh, yeah, that post match was just <laughs> such a rush of uh, of fun stuff. Mm. Uh, the match after that then was. A Wonder Stardom Championship match. Mirai defended against Konami in 13 minutes when she won with a lariat. Uh, first things first. I, I am overreacting, obviously, but I don't love the optics of the New Japan Strong Belt going last over this. Like, it's just not ideal. Yeah. I also think that, like, 
in practice, it also didn't really need to. Like in the way that it turned out, like yeah. who who came out to like do a challenge? Yeah, yeah. At, like even it. though it was even though it was a Shuri challenge, like still who had the post match mm-hmm. really? Like Julia just said, "Hey, Suzu." And like said, she's my kid now. To the recent, like that was the post match for that. That could have gone into a semi main event. Um, yeah, hometown hero facing the the new, you know, the next best, the next big thing type of thing, uh, and like re- reuniting this faction. Like that's such a that would be a better finish. Um, and I I totally agree with you. Yeah, because I just feel like you know the Wonder Belts have been presented really well since Stardom began. Um, and you have this belt that was made for an essentially dead brand, and they panicked and realized Mercedes Money didn't have a belt anymore, and like that's going on last. And I understand it's Julia, but it feels like a slight on Marai that it's like, oh, you can't go on last. Like we don't trust you to do that. Four hundred percent. Which is not new. You no, know. Julia has been going on last for no reason for years now. <laughs> that's fair. This is a this is a fa- the only time the Goddess of Stardom Championships went on last was because Julia was winning it. Um, her her and Tam going on last over Utami and Saya. Yeah, well, to be fair, that was a hair versus um, hair match that was always going on last. No, I, and I agree, but like like that was like the one that very like verbally that was what started Utami and Julia's like blood, like them hating yeah. each other. Was that Utami was like, man, fuck you for taking my spot at the biggest show. Um, and like, she just has done that constantly. And uh, I think that's kind of lame. I like Julia, but I think that's kind of lame. I, I, I'm just going to say that now. I think that Julia should not be bigger than the belts. Yeah, pretty that's much. Me. Um, so, you know, it is yeah, what it is. But it's fine. Um, I just, you know, I wasn't a fan of the optics, uh, as I like to say. Um, yeah, this, I mean, Konami was the moment here. Like, there was a point where I was like, if they wanted her oh, to win, I would not have complained. Like, she looks it, fantastic. Yeah. I think the gear is awesome. Uh, she's kept the the contacts, which is, gr- is a great choice as well. Like, she was just very charismatic, like, very obviously charismatic uh, to, throughout the entire match. Um and then her work as well was was great. I think she's found this like great midpoint between the fighter in God's Eye and the slightly sadistic side from Moedo Tai. So she's like mixed both of those together, yeah. and she's probably at her best as as far as work rate goes at the moment. Um, I yeah I've I, I realized how because I was so apathetic about her mm-hmm. running Oedo Tai, right? Like her singles matches just didn't like they would sometimes kind of hit. But like usually, I was just like, you know, it's like whatever. Um, I feel like this is like a mix of like all of her yeah. work, in terms of like she really has the grappling down to a science. Like it's flawless. Like her her going out and like really studying jujitsu like committedly for a while like noticeably helped because she just was so fluid with everything she did. Everything looked insane. Um, her kicks are better now. Uh, just her vibe is just more energetic than it was in Oedo Tai. Um, but it still has that, like you said, that sadistic style of it. Um, not to not to always draw attention back to Momo, but if Momo post Oedo Tai, whenever that is, can do what Konami is doing right now in this match, I will be the happiest mm-hmm. man on earth. Because it's like, Konami used her time in Oedo Tai to make whatever's next infinitely better than you know like like you said this was probably her at her best 
Like I've, I've, this is one of the best Konami matches I've seen in years, for real. Well, I would um, assume so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, she has wrestling years, but but no, like since like since everybody's perceived peak of Konami, ECS um, basically, like the her matches like yeah. Arisa. Yeah, like you know, since like her recent matches or her her match against Hana, you know, like uh, since or her tag team matches with with Jungle, like since then I haven't seen a match that has been so like well performed by Konami, um, like at all. Like I, I she's just it was great. Yeah. I, love this match. I will say the arm, the limb work to start was a little bit too, um, you know, it wasn't amazing. Um, but she did grow into the match. Like I, I, I felt once she got going, it was great. But I, I didn't love the the start. It was just a little bit too much. Um, I loved the uh, start, especially because Mariah kept yeah, selling. Yeah, true. Um, she she didn't well, use that arm started, until she did. Like except for <laughs> which I thought was funny because she was well, like, ah, my arm is fine now. I'm gonna hit you with two sense. great lariats, and I was like, all right, cool. Um. Well, yeah. until the finish. Yeah. Well, the the finish is different because that's when you like the in kayfabe. That's when like the course, adrenaline, yeah. the whole thing comes in. Is that it's like that's like the point of like oh I'm gonna fight through the pain. I mean Julia has a serious injury, um, <laughs> and she's just fighting through. And you know like that's that's if we're talking realism in wrestling. I I pushed my I don't have glasses, but I pushed my glasses to my to my forehead right. when I said that. If we're talking about realism in wrestling, I think that like the selling was super well done for Mariah in this match, and I thought, I thought the opening was great. Uh, but I guess I yeah, no, I just thought once good. Konami got going, that was when I was really into it. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like. I feel like that's always been true. Konami, that's but... true. I didn't hate the limb work. <laughs> I just thought it was a bit too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, she she kicked her in the face, so I was always in, and that uh, fucking what was it, a PK kick off the top or whatever you want to call it, just on the top rope, it's in the face. That is badass that is right out of arisa hoshki's playbook um yeah she yes. yeah and so yeah i was really into konami's performance in this and i thought she was like really charismatic and if she wanted to come back full-time tomorrow i i she'd be fine she's operating at a great level right now um credit to mariah i mean she's always best when she works from underneath and when it came time for her to fight back she had some really explosive offense um and her lariats were great, which they needed to be, considering it was one of the few things she got to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I thought they both yeah. played their roles really well. And, um, you know, Konami got... It's interesting that Mirai's doing it so that, like, the lariat into, like, a, a tight cover, like a roll-up almost, mm -hmm. is, like, her finish now. Because this, this is, like, the second time she's used it to win a big match, because he beat Julia the same way. Um which is interesting. Like, I don't know. It's, I guess she's just not doing the high fly flow thing anymore. And I guess the cradle shock, the Miramare, uh, just doesn't get the job done anymore. But it's, it's an interesting decision to just be like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just, just going to cool hit the lariat. lariat. <laughs> Why um, not? Also, match started. Konami yes. chants. Yes. Loudest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like, that, that made 100 motherfucker. Even though the most, most of the show, the crowd wasn't like super hot for most things. Um, they were hot for this one. They were hot for that right there. Like it was the loudest chant, I swear to God, that I've heard from Stardom basically all year. Uh, maybe not Corkin. Corkin's better, but still, like, just insane chants. They were there for Konami, and yeah, I thought there was so much. Yeah, great that stuff was it was match. a good show. Uh, main event. Oh no, afterwards uh, we had uh, all of God's Eye basically come out, and I was very unsure what was going on, but 
Shuri was talking and she was like, I want a UWF rules match. And I was like, oh, who, who is she going to murder? And out strolls Mina Shirakawa. She's so unserious, bro. Did you? <laughs> she is so like I love her. I like because I know it's gonna be great. I know she can. I know she's a technician. And I know she could do it. But like she walked out and she was just talking, and then she did the bang to her leg, and I was just like, "This chick is so unserious. This is insane. Sure, he's gonna kill her." Even though I know she's not, because Mina's gonna like it's gonna be a pretty, I imagine, pretty evenly contested match. But, like, I was just like, oh my god, Sherry's gonna fucking kill homegirl. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she outstrolls Mina Shirakawa, and she accepts for the Nagoya pay-per-view. Um, and God's Eye kind of stands tall to end the show. Well, not end the show, but it, it, it looked like they were ending the show. To, to go into the, the G thing, sorry. Um, I know I've been a bit long-winded today. But to go into the God's Eye thing... Uh, Mariah's basically like, yo, um, I don't know if you noticed, but Saki Kashima was not staying in my corner. Um, she was in the middle corner because she supports you just as much as she supports all of us. So you should appreciate that. And Konami said, you know what? I lost. I'll take it on the chin. Saki, you're all right. And then Saki just starts crying. She's like, hey, stop crying. You're no longer going to be all right if you, if you keep crying. She's like, okay. Uh, and then Sherry came out and was like, I'm happy everybody got along. And then Ami comes out from commentary and is like, yeah, everybody got along. And then the UWF stuff came up um so that was the god's eye reunion was basically just hey like saki even though you f are terrible to her saki is still here for you and wants to be your teammate and she cares about you so stop being an asshole and then konami's like man i lost i should stop being an asshole and that was that was the, the, yeah. the... why is uh, konami just shoto is that his name shoto are you from what from you, my what hero, media are you talking about the ice fire guy? Yeah, okay, she, yeah, I thought so. I thought so. As you yeah, were, yeah, as you were describing <laughs> what she said, I was like, it's, "Nobody calls him Shoto. It's Todoroki. What know. are you talking is, about? Is, is there not multiple Todorokis? Uh, anyway, never mind. Um, yeah, like as you were Go describing on. her, I was like, "Oh, she's just that guy," because <laughs> like, he he would have that exact exchange yeah. Oh, yeah. with somebody, um, which is is very funny. But uh, yeah, that was. There's so many no, because like show there's so many shotos in the world. Uh, I like yeah, you. That, I was just I like so confused. I was like, are you talking about like Street Fighter? Or are you talking about? I've anyway. But, yeah. yeah, no, I um, could see. Yeah, it. I could see. That's it. Uh, that is the co-main event. Um, main event of the show was Julia defending the New Japan Strong Women's Championship against Risa Sarah. Julia won in 17 and a half minutes with a Northern Lights bomb. And this, yeah, this was another good fight from Julia. Um, the best spot of the match was from Risa Sarah. That table bump was crazy. That was so good. The funk that table made, like they were going through it, whether they liked it or not, basically. Um, yeah, it was. I, I I enjoyed it, but it was definitely like far from Julia's best effort. But you know, considering she's hurt, <laughs> a lot of people disliked it. For being sloppy, and I was like, I thought that like some of the sloppiness really was kind of like any sloppiness. I don't know. Like I thought it made it, yeah. I thought it made it a bit more gritty they were, they were in certain fight. areas. You know what I mean? Like she dropped, she dropped the the pile driver. That was a big part. Was yes. the tiger lily? She dropped the pile driver, um, and then she just picked her up and just <laughs> punched her in the face and then hit it. Um, yeah, no, I thought this was like a really well done match. And I think the story was really well done as well. Um, 
because and not not to wax poetic but since last week's episode uh some stuff has happened um so basically julia said hey you should stay alone because you're better when you're alone like i'm happy you got divorced uh because you need to be alone to be good at wrestling and i was like she needs to kill her for that that's not something that somebody can say to someone (laughs) like that's not okay um but then they kind of tied it into the match not with her husband but with suzu um because usually when Risa Sarah's in stardom, she's always around with prominence, right? Right. She's always had people around her, um, whether it's her seconds or as a trio or whatever it is. She was always there with people. In this match, Suzu fucking traitor was holding the ropes open for Julia and was cheering for Julia. And they were, um, you know, she was the second for Julia the entire time. And Risa Sarah like was noticeably alone. Um, like I remember when she like got a was like in peril, there was no second to like hit the mat for her, right? And that's just a very small thing. But there was no seconds to hit the mat for her to kind of like rally her on. She just felt like such a island, like just completely alone. Um, and at, at certain points, she would like just look at Suzu and just like hit a move on on Julia, just fucking kill her. And I was just like, damn, like Risa Sarah, like they're really making a story out of Risa Sarah getting divorced and being alone. And they're doing it really well. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like that was, it was a really great match. The, the Tiger Lily was dope, um, even though it was a bit messy. And then after the match, uh, there was a light, nice little ice ribbon moment, moment where Julia was just like, yeah. Thanks See, for I, I was nice going to kind of go more into that because, um, <clears throat> like, I didn't think the match was anything to write home about. Yeah, go ahead. But this really felt like the closing of a chapter for Julia. Because short of Tsukasa Fujimoto showing up, she's basically put every demon to bed from Ice Ribbon. She's beat Suzu. She's beat Risa Sara. She had her draw with Mayu Kihi. Like they've kind of done just about everything they can do from Julia's past. So this really felt like a closing of the book uh, on Julia with Ice Ribbon. Yeah, she that, that, that one with, as well. Madonna, um, which was a draw. So... Between that and like the promo after, where she was like, "I will, I will make sure to guide Suzu from here," uh, it really felt like very much a closer of the Ice Ribbon versus Julia chapter, um, which is much needed because it's it's a long time ago now. I think we can all move past it. Um, so I just thought that was like more important than the match was that she was like progressing now to a new stage, and also was like, "Here's what would happen with Suzu." obviously she is still homeless as far as faction goes and her teaming up with julia would be a big deal so it's uh i just i thought that was really interesting was how this felt like the the finale of julia versus the ribbon um especially because of that promo after yeah no i definitely can see that um see i think you took from the match julia side of it and i took from it Reese's side of it uh just because, like that, that like I just cared more because it was a more interesting uh, story to me. Because I, I'm so you're right. I'm over the Julia Ice Ribbon thing. It's like I don't really care anymore. Um, her and Suzu are cool, and it's like you know, I thought I thought it was like a nice like historical thing. But like I, I was looking at it very much like, what's Risa Sarah gonna do now that Suzu's gone? Um, even if she never shows up in Starm again, it just felt like Su- like Sarah was like okay. Like I am, I am alone. What do I do now? And she's like, okay, I'm just gonna fucking kill her. And I think that's great. I, I thought, I thought the match was really, really good. It wasn't as good as the two matches that preceded it, um, but I thought this was still like a 
suitable end to a very, very good show for me. Yeah, I mean, not every show closer has to be amazing. Like, uh, a good match is a good match, and especially when it's, it is such a final moment of something. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a pretty competent way to close the show. I will say, the, the Suzu holding the ropes open after uh, Julia went into a magazine and said, I'm happy you got divorced, disgusting. Like, that's just, that's just evil. <laughs> Homegirl is an evil human being. <laughs> that's why a lot of us love her, though. She is messy. Um, yeah. And that's great. Shouts out Zaps. Um, great video. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it uh, from that pay-per-view. Um, we do have two shows to preview, one of which is quite important, and the other is a Dream Tag special, which is kind of random. Um, so the first one is on September 9th. This is Starverse Presents 5 Star GP 2023 in Corkin, supported by SoftBank. Uh, in On the show, is there any like undercard stuff? Or is it there just is GT? Oh, it is. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, Lady C and Hina versus Mio Amasaki and Hanako. All right. All the stars are here. Yeah. Uh, Suri and Saki Kashima versus Natsupoi and Yuna Mizumori. Okay. Um, Mayu Itani, Koguma, and Momo Kogo versus Natsuko Tora, Rina, and Fukigen Death. Incredible. Uh, oh, and another one. Mariah May and Waka Sukiyama versus May Sarah and Megan Bain. Is she going to be well, back from Thailand, by the way? I guess, yeah. I assume so. Yeah, she went on her secret mission that I was like, oh, she's recruiting because Godza or Club Venus is going to need new people. And then she was like, I'm in Thailand. And I was like, well. Here she is recruiting. It's not like she was recruiting. Um, I, I have always said that, that you know. They should get more foreign talents from Asia because I feel mm -hmm. like there's so like they they're they always good? so quick to go to Britain. Is there someone good from, from Thailand? I mean, they're they're uh, you know it's funny because I think I, I haven't seen any Thailand wrestling personally. Right. When I when I do see like matches from like the Philippines and stuff, it's always they always are like, okay, now I'm going to America. Fuck you, bye bye. I was like, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that was so quick. Like as soon as somebody gets good in in a asian country that isn't japan they just leave and i was like that's kind of fucked oh uh time for the gp yeah <laughs> yeah uh so we have a blue stars block match we have Suriano versus mirai um i don't know can, is mirai winning is, i think mirai Ano win? needs as many points as she can get that's true doesn't that make her like white belt challenger level though um is I don't she know not? if they would do that. Well, I don't know if they would do it, though, because she has to lose them. Okay, if Soriano wins this, then Mirai can hit... Mirai can still hit 12 um, if she won all, right. all of her matches. Uh, so it's not like she's, like, insanely down the dumps. Yeah. Um, plus, Mirai's just one, you know, three... Uh, that's not a big match, actually. I don't know. I feel like this is an Ano win. I feel like Ano kind of yeah. gets it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the match after that is a Red Stars block. It is Starlight Kid versus Hazuki. Um, so I believe Hazuki has to like win out to really yeah. have any hopes. Um, Which at this point, I'm anything. not fully sort certain that that's not going to happen. Um, I am so lost in this tournament, I'll be real. I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh but like part of me can see a Hazuki just because we have talked about a lot that like this year is the opposite of last year. And I think the thing about last year was that she was doing so great. She lost it. She couldn't find it back and got scuffed from the finals. Yeah. 
I could see, considering I don't know who the fuck is winning, I could see Kazuki doing the opposite, losing her first three, and then winning out, going to the finals and losing. Yeah. Um, just sort of, so it's like the opposite of what happened last year, where it's like, oh, she might have had a rough start, but she uh, saw through to the end type of thing. Okay. And we, we so yeah, Hazuki's definitely kid. winning kid. Yeah. She, she, she needs to be kid. It is having a dreadful one points wise. Um, uh, yeah, where, where, where is Kazuki? four. Uh, Two and three. She has three left. Two and four. She would have to be sure. She would have to beat Shuri and Mayu just to get up to eight. Yeah, that's really. Which is not happening. Not ideal. So I guess, yeah. But has... I feel like Kazuki can't just. Like. She would win this one. I feel like you'd keep her alive. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been saying this from the jump. I feel like the match that you're looking at is uh that Hazuki Suzu match, both of their second mm-hmm. to last matches. Uh like I feel like you can't really eliminate either of them before that cuz it might be a little, it, like I feel like that's I don't know. I yeah, I feel like Hazuki should win this one, but like having kid get so fucked up it might not be what they want to do. Oh. I don't know. I feel like you can rehab kid in a number of ways. Um, I mean, it's not like it could could end at six or seven. Yeah, and we knew people would uh, like finish lower than usual, just given how the blocks were shaking out. So yeah. she might just be one of the victims of that, and she can she'll be fine then come next year. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's an interesting spot that they have themselves in because yeah, I feel like Hazuki has to win this one just to keep her alive and yeah. keep her keep somebody else in that kind of field in in the red stars block. So I would have her winning there. Match um, after that, these these last two matches are where things get really interesting. We have a blue stars block match. There's a third generation battle. Is Julia versus Micah. This is when we earmarked from the beginning, from like the day the schedule went out, as this is a very key match. Um, so, you want to know something crazy? Micah has more than half of her matches to go. Yeah, I just I just noted that she's two one and one. That's absurd. She has five more matches to go. She's only wrestled four. So if she wins this, she goes level on points with Julia, and basically is in pole position for the block. So maybe that tells us where this is going. Trying to think. Um, where's Julia in this tournament? Julia has a Zumi, and Julia has Micah, and Julia has a Tommy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you've got about three points left for Julia, I'd say, to pick up. And I would have two yeah, here um, and one against Tommy. Yeah. Um, you, you think Utami is draw, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Azumi can get the upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I think now, like when we started, we were thinking that there was like this very real possibility that Micah starts a faction of her own. Mm-hmm. Um, now I feel like the far more realistic possibility is the return of the DDM Supergroup, um, and just adding big, medium, and small to that. Uh, and since Suzu and Julie are you know already kind of homies, I imagine. The day after this show, on that Dream Tag show, uh, Suzu might officially join DDM. Yeah. So I don't think Micah needs to win this at all. Yeah, like, they seem to have pulled back on a lot of the Micah stuff they were setting up, so... I mean... And also, Micah... Like like we said, Micah has five points, and she has 
after this, four matches to go. Yeah. So she can still get up to what? An insane amount of enough mm-hmm. points. I don't feel like doing all the math right now. She could she could still win. Like she's nowhere near out of contention. She could still get up to like fourteen points. Um or thirteen points. I think it, yeah, it's thirteen is what I was looking at. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is a lot less must win for Micah than I thought it was uh once upon a time. So yeah, let's go with Julia. Alright. And then the main event is uh Tam Nakano versus Suzu Suzuki in another generational battle, uh this time in the Red Stars block. See, this is a must-win match for Susan. I think she does. I, I feel like her and she's yeah. challenged for the red belt enough that I feel like she can win this and get a title match out of it. And Tam, I also think she hasn't she hasn't headhunted anybody yet. Yeah, like she hasn't gotten Shuri. She hasn't gotten Mayu. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't get Saya. Yeah, she needs something. She needs a win. Tam also has to drop because she's three one and one, so yes. she needs to yes. drop some points. So I would I would have her drop here. It's funny because when I when this tournament started, I, I'm pretty much all right on Tam. Yeah. Uh, except for the kid match, I thought kid might upset Tam. But other than that, I was like, like I'm like if Suzu does win this, then I'm pretty much all correct <laughs> uh, to date on Tam. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think Suzu just needs to win that. I think it's pretty simple. All right. Um. Plus that lets the younger generation win the main event. Yes. Of yeah. The, you know, generational show since. They can't win out. Like, Sai can't beat Mayu, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it's just a 1-1. One, one. Yeah. So it would be another draw. But, you know, Suzu wins the main. All right. And that's that show. Uh, the next show, then, is on September 10th. This is the Dream Tag Festival 2023 in the Yokohama Budokan. Um, so the there is a pre-show match. It's a gauntlet tag. It's uh, Siri and Amisore. AC and Miyamasaki. How does Shuri not get a fucking... That's fucked up. What do you think about who, like, didn't get voted in to get a teammate? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Tam also didn't get voted yeah. in. Yeah, wait, she, she... I don't think. Yeah, oh, I, no, she... It was Mina and Saya. Hmm, that's true, actually, yeah. And she just she just got... She is, you know, was the constellation. Oh. Uh, people spoke. And by people, I mean the, the, the guy booking it. Because, uh... These do not seem randomly voted to me. But anyway, uh, Suri and Ami, Lady C and Kevin, Wakaskiyama and Yuna Mizumori, Megan Bain and Mei Sarah, Ogama and Saeeda in a gauntlet tag. Um, the actual card kicks off with Momo Watanabe and Momo Kogo versus Hanan and Mariah May. Um, I, I really am just unsure of like what is going to matter on this show. Like what's not going to matter? Because so, a lot of it just seems non-canon. Like this is just a show they're doing. For the novelty, the dream tag, um, because I can't see much having. Some of it's like preview stuff. Kind of, yeah. I think most of it. This matters. one doesn't seem like. This match it. Does. Yeah, this is just Obviously. a match, and like Kogo could lose, Hanan might lose. This feels like they. This feels like the comedy match where Hanan like does Club Venus stuff, and everybody goes, "Oh my god, wow!" Yeah. And then yeah, like Momo Kogo gets beat or something. See, the the thing is, is that like with Momo Watanabe is that there were so many great options for her, but we all have seen her all-star tag team matches and they've all sucked. Um, Especially thinking about that one where she tagged with Hazuki and it was just so yeah, right after the turn heelish. Yeah. And and that was where I was like, okay, there's no hope. Hmm. Um, 
So like her just putting her in this random match with Momo because they're both named Momo, uh, like that's probably for the best. Because <laughs> like a Momo's reunion here would suck ass because you know how that would turn out. Um, it wouldn't be actual wrestling; it would just be. So yeah, I mean, like this match definitely doesn't matter, especially with Mariah May leaving. Um, they're not really building to like a anything more than the Mariah May Hanan match at the end of the tournament. Like that's nothing. That's not going to be followed up on right so this doesn't matter at all really but hana and ryan may is gonna be a cool team right um the match after that is hazuki and natsuko tora versus nanai takahashi and raka uh this feels like a setup for raka to lose uh so hazuki and you have a different line what oh shit yeah i, I skipped it i skipped that it yeah, sorry. um mariah and oh, okay. versus rena and hina um, yes, this is the novelty of seeing Rena and Hina together. Uh, they'll probably do an odd couple spot or two. And Mariah and my Sakurai have been kind of feuding on and off since the DM. Yeah. Mariah turn. So um, yeah. that's kind of it. It's like, oh, the uh, rivals are teaming up, but like only one of them are really. But they're also kind of homies. Yeah. In a weird but Rena and Hina are the only ones with like actual opposites here. The other two are probably just. There's no real thing. No. So either way, Rena and Hina are losing, and they will do some odd couple bits. Yes. And that'll be that. Hopefully they lose. Hopefully they lose to Mirai and not my yes. soccer. It's wild that my soccer just hasn't been wrestling like at all for like the past like month. Yeah. And I barely been good on it. Play. Yeah. Um, and then we have Hazuki and Tora versus Nanai yes. and Raka, and yeah, I think this is Raka losing, and uh, Hazuki and Tora get to be like. Oh, we're gonna wrestle soon, and but also we were in a way to tie. Let's do a way to tie spots, and yeah, you can read these people like a book. They had. Oh man, they they had a team name. Was it like Wild, Wild Monster? No, it was it was something cool. They had a cool team name and a cool team shirt, and it was Atomic and all that. Um, yeah, I mean this is gonna be like fun for mm-hmm. me, because <laughs> I I like a nine Rocka's dynamic. I think it's super funny, and Natsuko and. Hazuki were like, you know, that was my shit back yeah. in the day. Um, so it'll be fun, but you know, uh, Natsuko's definitely like hitting Hazuki with a thing at some point. Probably, yeah. Much like Natsu did to Hazuki, because Hazuki just keeps keeps getting betrayed, you know, baby. <laughs> her, her 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 past keeps hitting her in the back with fucking foreign uh, foreign for wait foreign objects. I hate that phrase. I don't. Know I, don't I don't know either. Anyway. The next match is Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa versus Natsupoi and Suri Ano. Um, this was originally meant to be Ta- or, uh, Mina and Saya, um, but obviously Saya is injured. Uh, this lends credibility to my theory that it was meant to be Azumi and Saya uh, challenging for the tag belts because she could have like beaten Poi or, or uh, Ano here in like a preview. So that's just an interesting little thing to note. Uh, this is probably going to a draw... Um, or Nats Poi loses. Yeah, I feel like. What are we doing with Club Venus post Mariah May? That's my question. Oh, didn't didn't Tom <laughs> um, say if they win here that they'll challenge? No, no. Didn't else. she say that like if they win here, Club Venus can like rejoin? What was the match where she said that? Was no, it, no. It was this match. It was this match. But the way that she said it was like, oh, if if we win here, maybe we'll team up oh right because i thought i thought it was being phrased as um she was like oh if we win like you can join again or maybe it was if um boy and ano beat uh mina and uh saya 
was going to happen, but I don't know, maybe it was a different match entirely. No, 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 it was for this, it was for this. Because there was definitely definitely some, like, thing of, oh, if you lose to us, you should probably just rejoin. Everybody was like, oh, they're not going to have Mina rejoin, are they? And I was like, well, obviously not, but um, we're here. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, this this match bred a lot of discussion about Mina and Tam reuniting. Um, Because I think it was like, oh, if we beat the tag team champions, I feel like it'd be a waste for us not to team up more again you know for us to reunite and that was kind of the wording so i could see them winning um and setting up a tag title match for later that would then Um, require your world champion to lose in the tag match so yeah but but your your world champion is still losing mina's mina's lose plenty of tag team title matches let's be (laughs) um really you're really just like that's what like what what are you doing here? What, what is this? I I am I I've had a tough twenty four hours. Timothy Chalamet is off the market. Do you know how distraught I am? Do you know how what that. it's like? I, see that. I I I wept for you. <laughs> okay. I wept for you. Oh. All right. Well, either way, this is either a draw. That's boys taking a pin. Okay. Um, yeah. After that, then yeah, we have Julia much. and Suzu Suzuki versus Utami Hayashishta and Micah. Um, hot take here: Julia's team is winning. Julia's team is winning. Yeah. Maybe. I think they're just winning. I mean, it's hard. I mean, Julia <laughs> Julia gets back-to-back wins over Michael. Yeah, and also she gets the first one over on Utami. But then, if they're doing a draw, which I think we both predict for that, then... They can't have like I feel like that'd be a bad back and forth. She she'll get it eventually. At all, like tag team matches only technically count. Um, yeah, I don't know. One of these two matches were a draw. Like, yeah, these... I, uh, this one could be. I, I'm, but... I'm more. I think this one is more likely to be a draw, because I mean, even though most people don't see the outer two as likely, we have four potential winners That's of true. the five star, uh, going into. This sh- like on this show, they will all still be in contention. All still, well, yeah, Suzu doesn't have a match, so they will all still be in contention. He literally all wrestles Tam. Theoretically, favorites. Oh yeah, okay. well she's beating oh, Tam. Yeah, hopefully. So I don't uh, know though. I feel like you can't have Julia ask Suzu to join after a draw, but I mean maybe they will. I mean, if it's a if it's a united front with mm. Micah, like I, you know what I could see, you know what I could see is Julia over Micah. On the first day, and then Micah just like is like annoyed or something, whatever. And as Micah does, the next day uh, goes to a draw, and Micah's like, you know what? I understand your feelings now. We're cool. And then it's a it's a big bash for DDM with new right. member Suzu Suzuki. Um, even though it's this not going last, also does give me like pause about whether or not she's joining DDM on this show. See, it not going last is usually a sign that they're going to do a turn because they don't end with turns. Um, so I don't know. But yeah. Micah. But who turns yeah, on? Micah. Like, does Micah... Micah and yeah, Suzu beat the fuck out of Julia? Possibly. Maybe. I don't know, though. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But there's uh, this could be one of the main matches of the show. You know what I love about our podcast? Is that we have so many takes and so many theories and so many like, like you know all that, but we always make sure to hit them with the 
but well, I don't know though. It, it's impossible now. <laughs> I feel like we, we used we used to have a really good grasp on what would <laughs> happen, um, and now we just don't because the thing. Yeah, because now they'll vaguely, be like, "Oh, yeah. Micah keeps teasing her own faction, and now she's just not getting it." So, <laughs> what are we supposed to do there? But but also, it's really funny because, and this has always been the case with Sunny, is that it's really funny because you'll be like, "Oh, like I noticed this reoccurring theme," and he's like, "No, you don't." And yeah. it's like, "Oh, okay." And then like six months later, it's like, "Oh, remember that recurring theme? You remember? You remember that? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you're right." And I was like, "You, you mother, you made fun of me. <laughs> you you responded to my tweet and said I was an idiot. What's what?" what? And that sounds not, like personal experience. That's a real thing yeah. that's happened okay. before. It is. Right. It is. It is a personal experience that did happen. It it was B Priestley and oh and nice okay. Uh, I was like, oh, it seems like it seems like B Priestley ain't as like I feel like she's kind of kind of like being. You know, and he's like, no, <laughs> you're no, no. That, he's that's he's recording the shows to take all in, in all the information. It's fine. Um, but yeah, the, the main event then is Mayu Utani and Saki Kashima versus Azumi and Starlight Kid. The appeal here is that they are both um, odd couples. So, um, Also both former tag league yes. teams. Uh, and they both, they all have, have uh, they all debuted before oh, nice. 2016 um but yeah this is like this is the, the appeal of the like show is like oh my right. god mayu and saki remember saki turned on mayu and kid and azumi are rivals um i would imagine saki and mayu struggle to the win just because that's the obvious route um but this will be i feel like saki over azumi yeah. is pretty easy but i feel like this will be full of like the kind of chicanery that you'd expect from a dream tag festival so it's also interesting because uh, Saki's in God's Eye now, so like her and Kid are like yeah. Not... But I I think Mayu will still hate her. I think Mayu will still be like, I don't want to be here. Oh, 100%. I don't I don't want, I don't like any of you, and that'll be very fun. Okay, over. <laughs> do you think there's a chance that they have a beatdown spot on Saki Kashima? Yes. Where all three of them oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, they're beating her up at one point. Yeah, might all do it to Kid too though. They will oh, do it to both. They should. It would be so great if Mayu and Azumi just start beating the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wait of time for no reason. When I'm slamming in a wait of time anymore. Oh man. Yeah. I'll, I mean, you could do it as like all the baby faces on Kid, or you could do it on all of the quote unquote real wrestlers on the on the uh, yeah. you know chicken shit. Like I think I'll, I think those are both possible. Uh, yeah. And funny. All right. Yeah. This is, this looks yeah. like a fun show. I as somebody who loves tag team wrestling. I'm like excited for this, you know. It's like it's not going to be insane, but I'm sure most of this could be quite good. It's all right. I mean, you know, I know AJW used to do this, and it was very iffy. Um, but I think they'll do it better than AJW did. I don't think I've ever okay. seen one of those. I'm yeah, they did the Fuji Fuji Cup. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. I think I didn't. They once pair so up a guy with like, for one of those? a crane U or something. Hiroda? Hiroto was not in AJW, my friend. You, Possibly. You know this. <laughs> but, I know. Um, and, uh, but no, but who the fuck did that? No, because I remember her I remember uh, her being... It was like, definitely like Nagayo and like Crane Yu or something, or Devil Masami, like one of the heels. Um, and it was like, oh, okay. Um, anyway, yeah, that is that show. And uh, I don't know if you're researching because you've gone quiet and it's never, I never like when you go quiet. Okay. I am. Um, 
We will be back next week to discuss the Corkin and the Tag Festival, and we will look ahead to the four different shows the week after. God bless. Um, Dylan, you'd want to find this info quick before I end the show on you? I, no, because I'm so annoyed because I know there was... It wasn't... No, I hate everything. What are you, yeah, what are you trying fun. to figure out? No, I want... Because I remember there was a show in the Budokan, um in AJW shows, one of their last shows in, like, the, the big uh, right. venue. And, like, Chigusa was teaming with somebody very bizarre. She did um, team with I, um, Hiroda I wrote in a big about venue. It. And it was against Aja Kong and somebody else. And that was, like, Hiroda's debut. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's that's all I was thinking. Okay. That was the yeah. Gaia show, I'm pretty sure. You sure? Well, I assume the Gaia wrestler would debut in Gaia. Yeah, Maybe not. I'm, I'm anyway, I, anyway. I hate I hate looking dumb before I figure out what I'm even trying to talk about. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Most people don't know what we're talking about. It's fine. Um, but anyway, if you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo. Ijo. I'm still looking for it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>